0: there. Welcome to Did I Talk Too Much? A Grit Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Did I Talk Too Much? I'm joined in the studio today with two lovely ladies. I'm joined by Audrey. Hi. Hi. And by Ella. Hi. Today, we're going to be talking about becoming a woman. Yay. The awkward, the fun, mm-hmm. the weirdness, yeah. the coolness, mm-hmm. all of it. We thought, what better way to start out our theme of womanhood than the beginning of womanhood, mm-hmm. which is complicated. And I think there's some, I think there's some milestones that were like, okay, this yeah. is what it means to become a woman. But for some people, it really is different. And we talked about this in our meeting last week, I remember. But we were kind of talking about like what, do you remember like when you felt like a woman for the first time and mm-hmm. we were kind of thinking about it and there was different answers. And we'll get into that a little later. But I want us to start out with, what did you think becoming a woman would be like? So take yourself back to your preteen, yeah. your preteen self. For me, she's wearing pattern leggings. Real. She probably hasn't brushed her hair in a while. <gasps> she's probably coloring. She's probably making a YouTube video frankly i don't know if i've shown you guys i had my mom and my mother-in-law visit this past weekend and parker was like oh my gosh you should show them like this specific youtube video that i have and i was watching it and i was like the like my digital footprint is terrifying because i like same i have like hundreds of craft tutorials just like online
1: (laughs) that's so sweet
0: that's so cute though but looking at that i'm like oh my gosh but now I have like all these little videos. I have like a room tour, that's all this so cute stuff. Cute. My goodness! So I love to look back at her and say, "Hey, Queen." So weird that that's still me. Mm-hmm. It's just weird that you're yourself your whole life. Yeah. Because yeah. it feels like, oh, that was me when I was younger. It's like mm-hmm. that's literally me though. I've just stretched out.
1: I'm still <laughs> I'm still the same girl. Literally the yeah. same girl.
2: Yeah. So Ella, what did you think becoming a woman would be like? Honestly, I don't know. I kind of felt like like legally blonde that was like my (laughs) absolutely ideal like woman you know like a lawyer I thought I'd be like you know wearing these cute like corporate girl outfits you know Mm -hmm. going to a nine to five but I'm like no becoming a woman's much earlier than that I feel like totally what I'm hearing is becoming a girl boss yeah yeah maybe (laughs) but yeah I don't know growing up I like always thought of a woman as like a mom too Mm -hmm. like my mom was like my woman you know so yeah i don't know i kind of just was like having all these random like mixed with like internet but also like my family life those kind of mesh and i was like maybe becoming a woman will just be like i'm slaying every day literally but that's no. not accurate, because <laughs> when you look up to women when you're younger,
0: you're like, oh my gosh, you literally are a superhero, mm-hmm. like, like you're like a doing supermodel all this stuff too. Yeah. Literally, you're looking sexy while you're doing it. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm shocked.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I get that. I feel like I used to think becoming a woman would just be very cool, mm-hmm. very kind of like what you're saying, like legally blonde vibes. Like, oh, I'm uh, all my stuffs together. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I really thought that like once I was an adult. Which I think it's a little different. We talked about this uh, distinguishing, like, becoming an adult versus becoming a woman.
2: Yeah.
0: Or, like, kind of stepping into womanhood. I think that, like, when I thought about becoming... Both becoming an adult and, like, becoming an adult woman. I thought about, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, I'm just going to have it all together. Like, I'm just going to... My ducks are going to be in a row. Mm -hmm. I'm not... Things aren't going to, like, freak me out anymore. I feel like I used to think, like, things wouldn't be as stressful almost which in some ways they aren't like some things used to stress me out a lot more like getting into a fight with my friend would be like all consuming like oh my gosh I literally cannot like I cannot go on like Mm -hmm. mentally Mm -hmm. and now I can manage my feelings a lot better and my emotional reactions a lot better but some things are still just like annoying and upsetting and I feel like it's always helpful to talk to older women about this Mm -hmm. like I was talking to my mother-in-law Shout out to Carrie if you're listening. Um, I know she is. And we were both just sharing, like, uh, how we were both going through, like, debating on bringing something up to one of our friends. And we're like, it's just so hard to, like, navigate. And I was like, this makes me feel so much better. Like, you're Mm -hmm. a whole adult. Yeah. You were decades ahead of me. Yeah. And you are still like, I don't know, like, this feels hard to balance, whatever, just when it comes to relationships, because these things are complicated. Mm-hmm. So I think I used to think becoming a woman would be, like, just surpassing any emotional or mm-hmm. relational difficulty. Yeah. Because I you really don't have the tools for that when you're younger. And you do when you're an adult. You can solve those easier, but that doesn't make it less, like, vulnerable or uncomfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I feel like that's kind of what I thought it was like.
1: Yeah. I think for me, like i expected to be very very independent as a woman Mm. like i was really excited about like moving out and like i don't know excited about like oh i was gonna like move far away and like i did wait (laughs) and i realized i'm not as independent as i thought i i was i was Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh i'm actually like really like i do need people in my life and like that's an okay thing Um, Like, it's okay for me to need my friends and, like, Mm -hmm. need my family sometimes. So I definitely thought, like, I would be just kind of more independent as a woman, but not in, like, a loner, like, always alone way, just in a, like, a girl boss way. Like, I don't need anyone else. And so that's what I thought. And then also I definitely, like, thought that somewhere along the way I would just – Gain confidence, <laughs> real like it's a, a, like <sighs> yeah. someone would just flip a switch and then I would just immediately like be really confident. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still waiting on that. <laughs> I said, still buffering, still loading, um, and then I realized it's kind of definitely more of like a gradual thing. It's just you learn like the things that you like and like learn more about yourself and learn more about your personality and like what's my actual style? Or, yeah. I don't know, we're going to do an episode about, like, kind of finding yourself, like, as a woman. And so I, it's a lot more gradual, I guess, than I thought. I I assumed by the time I was in high school I would be, like, super secure and, like, <laughs> confident with it. So.
0: Totally. LOL. I definitely resonate with that, like, disappointment that you're like, oh, like, I'm 18 now. I thought by this age yeah. I would feel better about myself. Or right. I thought I would feel x y and z like i thought i'd feel this way Mm -hmm. but i feel like every stage i'm in i will look at the next stage so like i'm 22 i twitch not seen on (laughs) audio um i'm 22 so then when i think about like oh like my mid-20s like oh my gosh i'm gonna have a full-time job and i'm gonna graduate (laughs) Mm i'm like i'm gonna just gonna be a baddie like i can think that But I used to think in high school that I would, like, have it all together when I was in college Mm -hmm. or whatever. And no one has it all together. Like, that's not a thing. That's Mm -hmm. not real. And I think it can be easy to think that when the women in your life that you look up to, it looks like maybe they have it all together. But also, like, you don't know what's going on in their head for the most part. When it comes to your mom and your grand – maybe your grandma or your aunts. Yeah, Yeah. like, different people or even your friends, like – it's so funny, especially... I forget what this is called. Emmy and I have talked about this. It's in uh, a book called You're Not Listening. And it's really good. It's about listening. Shocker. And they <laughs> yeah. were talking about... It's something like clo- like closeness bias or something like that. But mm-hmm. basically, when you're close with someone, you don't think to ask them like questions. Yeah. Because you're like, I already know the answer. Like for Ella she sees her family all the time they look yeah. close so you're not gonna ask as much like how are you really doing like how are you what have you been thinking about because you just assume you know because you're so close to them mm-hmm. and so I think that same thing can happen when it's like you don't really know like everyone's wrestling with something in your life and your friends like I'll be like in spiritual direction and I'll be sharing something and she's like have you told anyone that I'm like no I haven't, actually. (laughs) Or just different things like that. So I think there's, like, this illusion when you look up to older women who are doing so much Mm -hmm. and absolutely slaying. And then you think, like, okay, so that needs to be my expectation, my standard. But it's, like, so much of womanhood, I feel like, is navigating internal things. But we're looking so much at, like, the external stuff. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And,
0: Yeah. I definitely think like when we're younger, though, we're like, you think it'll be like a flip a switch moment. But I'm waiting. Frankly, I'm waiting for my frontal cortex to finish developing when I'm 25. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm going to feel so at peace. We can
1: have a, we can throw a
0: party. Yeah. No, because I will be like, I will be like, brain's done. I obviously know it's not 25th
2: birthday frontal cortex party. (laughs) Literally.
0: No, but I've seen TikToks and people are like, no, because like after you're 25, like so many things actually make sense. I'm like, I can't wait.
2: Perfect. Wow, you're getting me hyped for my 25th birthday Yeah, and then, now.
0: then you, gotta, you gotta let us know. Yeah. Yes. And I think it can be so scary, like, becoming a woman and just thinking about even just, like, getting older. Because mm-hmm. so much of a woman's value in our culture is beauty, appearance, sex appeal. And so mm-hmm. it's like, when you get older and those things look different, yeah. then it just feels like, oh, I'm not going to be as admired or even, mm-hmm. like, valued as a younger woman, and so I think that that can also be scary. But I'm literally so excited to get older. I feel like I was meant to be a thirty year old. I'm like, I'm ready to like have my my little house. Mm-hmm. I already go to bed early, drink tea before bed, <laughs> read my books, mm-hmm. go to a little job, come home, make my little my little dinner. I'm yeah. like,
2: people yeah. say your thirties are your better than, are better than your twenties. So
0: I know that's what I've heard, and I'm like, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like you are just. Each year that goes by, as you get older, you just feel, like, more comfortable with yourself, which I'm like, ugh. Why does it take so freaking long, though? I'm sick of it. (laughs) So, moving on from what we thought being a woman would be like, were you guys early bloomers or late bloomers? You also don't have to disclose if you don't want to, but I am asking. So
2: I think I was, like right in the middle i think i was 12 so that's like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's the normal year to Mm -hmm. start
0: yeah and we are talking about periods here ladies (laughs) i didn't make that explicit
1: (sighs) i i was a late bloomer so i got my first like real period like before my freshman year of high school
0: yeah that's how i was too i think i was 15 almost 16 oh my gosh that's
2: pretty late i know
0: yeah
1: but i actually
0: have periods from hell so i'm glad that you know they waited (laughs) it waited to come until i was a little
1: older i know but it was like it was a it was a source of like no like everybody would start all like the girls would start talking about it and you would just kind of sit there and you'd be like um no and they'd be like audrey have you gotten your period yet and you're like no stop asking (laughs)
0: literally you're like we can complain about this for the next 30 years like can you just let me have a minute goodbye but yeah. yeah there's a lot of awkwardness around that and obviously wanting to like share an experience with your friends but also yeah. be like this is really weird and uncomfortable and then having to like admit it to yeah is so like i got it it's here literally mm. horrible
1: but it's i also, never told my friends it's something you have like no control over so it's like, absolutely no control yeah i don't know so it's just a thing that happens but it's like for some reason it feels so much like oh my gosh, like, no. It feels so big at the time, too. And then
0: time goes on and you're like, it literally is not that deep. It just doesn't, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. So thinking about how our period tends to be, like, a sign of becoming a woman, Mm -hmm. Audrey and I were thinking, we're like, what are some signs of becoming a woman in different cultures? Because we don't, we don't really have, like, I mean, in terms of, like, white American ceremonies, you talked Mm -hmm. about, like, debutante.
1: Yeah, (laughs) in the South, there's, like, you you do debutante but like that's if you're rich. <laughs> so and even then it's like it, it used to be like you're coming out of society like you're officially of like marriage age. And Ooh. now it's more about like fundraising and then you Networking. Have, yeah, networking. It's it's equivalent to like a sorority or something. Or like like the same oh. reason you do debutante is the same reason you do Greek life. Yep. At college. Ooh. Um I don't so. know. That. Yeah, kind of. I had it's, no like, clue. it's like it's like we do philanthropy and then we also like do networking. So, um, I didn't do it, but I knew people who did it. And then like you just have a day where you're like a princess and you wear a white dress and dance so, literally. Yeah, that's, that's the vibe. I only know whatever Gilmore Girls taught me.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Which is when Rory has her debutante moment because yeah. her grandma's very traditional. Or the summer I turned pretty. Um absolutely. Uh, when I saw Belly's dress, I said, I want that. Yes. I want that to be me. I want to wear gloves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want that. So let's talk about some signs of becoming a woman in different cultures. So you did a little
1: research. I did. I did. So the first one I kind of did some research on is a quinceañera. Yes. Um, Wish Kaylee was here to talk about it because she has been in quinceañeras before. Um, We talked about it this morning at our meeting. I've Um, been
2: in quinceañera before. You have?
1: The do whisper. You, <laughs> do I was you, like, I don't
2: know if I want to Do you want it. to talk about it? I can. Yeah. If you want, after your
1: stuff. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's a, a celebration and it's like a, um, normally there's like a ceremony um, to celebrate like your coming of age because you're turning 15 and then you have a big old party and it's a lot of fun. So um, Ella, tell us about your experience being yeah. in a quinceañera and like, what does that look like?
2: Okay, it's a lot of planning mm-hmm. and I remember like cuz it was for my best friend and she was like super stressed all the time about it and she would be like, you know, all my I invited all my friends but none of them are coming or they haven't RSVP'd or we haven't like they didn't like RSVP for the save the date and I'm like mm-hmm. You know, I'm her closest friend, so I'm, like, helping her through it all. And it was a lot, you know. It's like a wedding. Yeah. 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 It literally is. All your friends and family are coming. You're the Mm -hmm. center of attention. It's, like, this Mm -hmm. whole thing. And then we had to, like, stay. We would, like, practice for, like, five hours just dancing to do the dance thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Shoot. And, like, it was crazy. And then, like, sometimes her cousin wouldn't be there, so we would have to, like, fill in for him. And, yeah, it was a lot. And then I remember, like, the night before, like, setting up everything, like, all the chairs mm-hmm. and, like, the dance floor. It's a lot of work. And I have much respect for people that do that just for their 15th birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a big deal. But then my friend looks back and she's like, you know, looking back at it, like, I hated the way I looked at during mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much, like, things that come with it. Because you're still pretty young. Like, 15, 15 is, like, high school. It's so. a little bit of an awkward age. But, yeah
0: like you're just
2: in especially if you're year.
0: a late bloomer, yeah. you're just like yeah. so that feels just like a weird time to document mm. yourself like yeah. in photos forever obviously. Yeah.
1: But yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing. Um of and so there's also and there's also kind of like the spiritual aspect of like oh like I'm becoming kind of an adult to the church and like
2: yeah.
1: Um just like trying to mark like entering into a new season of of your mm-hmm.
2: life um so because yeah, i we had to go to like the ceremony in mm-hmm. the, the church and mm-hmm. you know it's kind of heavy it's kind of it's like a bittersweet moment you yeah. know yeah
1: well cool next up i have um is a bat mitzvah so that is a jewish tradition and normally you do it when you turn 13 um and that's also like a, a highly like has a highly spiritual aspect because like You're going to, like, read from the Torah in your ceremony. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you're accepting um, responsibility under the law and, like, under the Ten Commandments. And so that's kind of, like, the sign of, like, you are an adult and, like, spiritually you are responsible now, like, under God. Um, So that's really cool. And then also, of course, there's a big party. um, (laughs) And that's a lot of fun, too. So um, I just think it's so cool
0: that different— cultures like see it as such an important milestone yeah that they're like oh it's not just like a birthday this is like a separate thing and Mm -hmm. it has like all these implications Mm. i think it's just cool i love any chance to celebrate so Mm -hmm. i find it really fun and it makes me want to do some family tradition or something that
1: commemorates it because i think it's very cool Yeah, I researched this one um, thing. It's in. It's like Native Americans in, kind of like South Dakota, North Dakota. It's like the Sioux people and the Lakota people. Um, they do this thing called Moon Camp. So, okay, wait, I'm obsessed. so like you're a. Like after you get your first period, um, there's this like four day ceremonial camp. So you what? and all these girls and then all of the, f- like, the female elders in your life, like your mom and your grandma, um, they go with you to this moon camp and you, like, all, you all set up a teepee together and you live together and, like, no men are allowed near y'all for, like, four days. for like, this is Whoa. girl time. And the thing that's really, like, bittersweet is the girls, when they go, they're not allowed to, like, do anything for themselves. Like, they're not even allowed to, like, braid their own hair or, like, feed themselves like their moms have to do it all for them or like their moms and their grandma because it's like the last time that Aww. the like mom and grandma will ever get to like do that for them oh. like <laughs> so cry. it's so it's so sweet and like just getting like to take care of them one last time like that um and they also do lots of like okay we're gonna learn like this ceremonial song and like we're gonna learn how to weave now and um different kind of like native traditions get passed down then um and also like it's a good time for like mothers and grandmothers and daughters to like talk about what this new transition looks like for them like what does it mean to be a woman having like conversations about menstruation and like sex and all of that so yeah I when I researched that I just thought it was really sweet um yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is
0: literally the most tender thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And I feel like as I'm obviously not a parent, not obviously, I'm not a parent. Um, <laughs> but thinking about like, I feel like I've seen like just different posts of like, you really like went out on the playground for the last time and like didn't know it. Or like you went <gasps> out in the backyard with all your siblings to play and didn't know it like for the last time. But I feel like this would feel so, like such good closure almost mm. on like that. Mm-hmm. like, part of taking care of your child for, like, yeah, both yeah. the child and the parent. Yeah. That that's, like, so meaningful. Yeah. What do you think, Ella?
2: No, yeah. I think that's, like, again, it would be great closure because then you never have to, like, look back and be like, I didn't do this or I didn't do that. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I got to spend this special time with my mom or grandmom and, like, it's so sweet. That's so sweet. Love that yeah. there's no men allowed. Yes. <laughs>
0: that, it, that it's just, like, girl time for a couple yeah. days. Like, that's yeah. so... And they're, like, in nature, like, in a teepee. Yeah. That's so freaking cool.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: we have that, and then you have the
1: Japan Coming-of-Age Day. Yes. Which just happened, right? Yes, it just happened. It's the second Monday in January. So that was yesterday. Oh. Two days ago. Two Sorry. days ago, yeah. It's Tuesday in my head. Um. So the Japan Coming-of-Age Day recognizes a lot more of, like, and that's for both men and women. That mm. recognizes more of the, like, legal rights behind, like, coming into adulthood, but, like, that it's interesting that they kind of push that back to the age of 20. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you turn 20 the year before, then you celebrate this day in January, and oh. you're like, oh, my goodness, yay, I can, like, I can drink now, I can smoke now, <sighs> or like, you know, other, like, um, adult things, civil responsibilities, <laughs> um, that, like, gets passed on to you when you're 20, and so they get to, like, celebrate, and you normally, like, um, wear traditional dress, and normally there's, like, a party involved, so i think that's really cool that's sweet um but yeah um
2: ella do you want to tell us about um, a debut and a filipino tradition yeah um debut is kind of similar to the quinceanera it's just what instead it's like when you turn 18 um so you would have 18 candles and 18 roses meaning 18 men in your life and 18 women in your life so Mm -hmm. you would do 18 men that would dance with you so it would be like just like a short dance um so, like, yeah, I pick, like, my dad, my brother, my brother-in-law, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the women will do speeches. So the the women do speeches for you, and you'll mm-hmm. pick 18 women in your life that were very important. And, yeah, it's your coming-of-age day, so you're turning 18, you know, legal rights in America. Yeah. Also yeah. in the Philippines, I believe. So, yeah, it's, like, a really big tradition. I don't know, like, all the specifications, because, like, coming to America, it's kind of different with the Filipinos that are here because it's, like, westernized now. hmm But, yeah, we always keep that tradition of 18 candles, 18 roses. Like, that's the main thing Mm. that separates it. So did you, like, rent out a place and had a party there? Yeah. Okay. Similar. It's, like, the same thing as a quinceañera. Like, when I was planning it, it felt like I was planning my friend's quinceañera again. Did you wear a big dress? I, it's, like, (laughs) semi-big. But, yeah, it's, like, you know, just a fun day to, like, get with your friends. And, again, I will take any opportunity to throw a big party like heck yeah yeah my mom loves planning parties so she was like yes like that's so fun we need to make you should make a little graphic of yourself like in your dress please i had pink hair
0: and a pink dress wait that's epic i love this (laughs) barbie (laughs) amazing now we're going to transition into some story times where we're going to just be sharing about our periods because (laughs) Mm -hmm. there we've all been we've all had a horror story when it comes to your period at least one yeah. I've only had my period for, oh my gosh, it's kind of been a while, seven years? Oh gosh, I'm
2: getting older.
0: <laughs> um, like, but yet yeah, I actually could probably tell an hour of stories. Like, mm. I was thinking in the car when I was driving here this morning. I was like, oh, I remember that time, that time, that time. Oh my gosh, that time. And I was like, that's horrible. Um, and I have yet to meet a woman where they're just like, yeah, my period's really easy. I've never had, uh, like never, you know, forgot to pack tampons and then was like absolutely suffering on my mm. plane ride or whatever like mm. all different things. We all have a story, we all have a situation. So, I'm going to ask the girlies to share one while we're in here. I'll share one, and then we actually asked for you guys to submit some stories. So, mm. we're going to read a few of those as well. I'm excited. Good. Okay, I'm going to have Ella start us off.
2: Okay. What <clears throat> is
0: a like when you think when you hear period of horror story? What comes up? I
2: submitted one, but I'm going to say something else. My first period, I was 12, and it had happened right before I was leaving on a trip to the Philippines, which is a pretty long flight. It's Mm -hmm. like 16 hours or something like that. Oh, man. Imagine your first period, and I remember... That's criminal. It's not really a horror story, but it's definitely just one of those things where I'll never forget. (laughs) Like... You said, it was just trauma. Yeah. (laughs) I just remember, like, packing, like, 50 pads in my backpack and my whole backpack was just pads because I was terrified that I was going to bleed on the seat in the plane because (laughs) Mm -hmm. like rightfully so it was my first period you know (laughs) and I just the distinct smell of the pads has stuck (laughs) with me ever since are we talking about like a pre-used pad here? No, 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 It's like this—the the floral scent. Mm. Oh yes, yes, the pre-used. Yeah, okay. Sorry, like the the floral scent. Like the, the, the artificial, pad. like yeah, that yep. will forever stick with me through my whole life. Because now I'd be smelling lotion, and it's like smells exactly like a pad, and I just can't <laughs> can't, I can't do it. And I just remember my mom being like, "You know, you're okay." Like. You know, your sisters went through this. I went through this. Like, you'll be okay. And I'm just, like, freaking out on the plane. Because I'm, like, obviously. And so I have to keep going back and forth from my window seat to the air, to the airplane bathroom. Oh, my gosh. And then when I landed in the Philippines, like, first of all, this is my first period. So I'm embarrassed, you know. It's, like, my first time. And my mom just puts me on blast. And she's, like, <laughs> telling her friends in the Philippines, oh, yeah, she's on her period. And then I remember so vividly in the car driving there. I was, like, yeah. And then they were, like, quiet they're like oh okay and then they go they're like silent and they're like wait for the first time and then i was like no why are you telling them about this and i was so embarrassed and i just will never forget that i mean now i look back i'm like oh that was so cute like my aunts in the philippines were like oh it was your first period but like thinking about it then i was like no it's
0: gut-wrenching yeah it's gut-wrenching and also you don't have a sense some people like don't have a sense like ever but i feel like at first you don't have a sense for like when should i check like yeah. when should i oh yeah. i can feel like maybe things are need to be changed or whatever mm-hmm. but at first this happens to me still on airplanes i'm like i need to go to the bathroom again no I'm literally like, when like i do not need to go five times in two hours like it's fine <laughs> i'm fine but then you're just like <gasps> i don't want to bleed on the seat yeah i'm sure worse things have you happened would get
2: up and then everyone would see
0: it hmm yeah Kind of a traumatizing moment for me not gonna lie. First Absolutely. period. Absolutely. Getting your first period on a flight to the Philippines. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. I also submitted something in the form, but uh my <laughs> I'm going to tell talk about my first period because I just kind of decided I like wasn't going to deal with it. Like honestly, I period? got I got it when I was four- <laughs> I got it when I was 14. And um, my school, they would have this, like, big field day every year. And it was, like, one of my favorite days of the year because everybody was just really excited and, like, really hype. And I remember, like, I don't know, everybody was excited because you were about to, like, do Olympics, basically. (laughs) But, like, with, uh, you know, like, with middle school and high schoolers. And um, I remember everybody, like, jumping up and down dancing to, like, turn down for what. And then I remember I get this, like, I get this, like, feeling, you know, when you, like, feel it, and then you're, like, oh. And so I, like, go to the bathroom. The feeling. And, and I just, like, I, this is my favorite day of the year. Like, I am not That's horrible. Equipped to deal with this right now. So, no. I ignored it. Um, You said, I'm choosing to free bleed. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make that choice. but it, And that's, like, the first one, so, like, sometimes your, your first one will be, like, really small small like mild and so i got away with free bleeding my first
0: period (laughs) i'm dead yeah i feel like your first one isn't always super heavy either so i feel like you can manage that yeah that's so funny yeah okay i'm trying to think i think any period situation when you're traveling makes it 10 times worse because you don't have access to a bathroom at all times and you don't have endless like materials or means to just like go to the store yeah So I'm trying to think of different things. The main one, I don't know if I've shared this before, but I was a lifeguard in high school for the YMCA, shout out. And I was lifeguarding at an indoor pool. I'm on stand. As you Mm -hmm. say, I'm standing there. I'm scanning, watching the pool. And blood is running down my leg. I was like, (sighs) goodbye. Goodbye. Because I have a really heavy period. But the issue is with lifeguarding, you have a 15-minute, like, break like off time and during that time you're like cleaning or if anyone needs like a swim test or whatever like you are just like the lifeguard that helps or if someone Mm -hmm. needs first aid and then you have one or two that are like on stand and each position is 15 minutes so it's like i was at the first position so i wasn't gonna have another break for like 30 minutes and so i was like And I just started there and I was like, rad. So I'm calling my friend over who's on break, but they weren't hearing me. And I was like, I need you to come over because I can't leave my station. But I'm like, I literally am bleeding. But they came over. It was fine. I ran to the bathroom and I was just like, oh, my God. And it wasn't like literally dripping into like my shoes or something. Like it was not that bad, but it was like running down my leg. I was like.
2: That's still traumatizing. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was mad stressful, and just like the logistics of my period were horrible because I also would teach swim lessons, mm-hmm. and so I would like be in the pool, and then I would be like, you know, when you're swimming, and if you have a tampon in, you're like, I don't know, like your sense yeah. of like everything is just wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then I would get, I would get out of the pool every thirty minutes for the next class to come, and then I'd be like, uh, What's like I don't, yeah. I don't know what the vibes are, so I would always just be very stressed. So I hated. My period working at the pool It mm-hmm. was the worst. So I feel like if you're a swimmer or anything like that, you can get it. Yeah. Or you can get it. You get it. Uh, <laughs> you can get it, though, girl. <laughs> okay, guys. So we are going to get into some listener submissions. I'm so excited. We put QR codes up around campus and posted it on our story. And we got some responses. And we're excited to read them. So we're each going to take turns reading one because that's just gonna make it all the more juicy and fun to -hmm. get everyone's reactions it's like a sleepover party exactly i love the ones that are one line like i think it's (laughs) way funnier than like no because like i love i want like every detail or like literally one sentence (laughs) like that's all okay this person says and these are all anonymous by the way i'm like and this person from horton said this (laughs) okay i started my period at prom and all i was wearing was a thong (gasps)
2: <gasps> no, <laughs>
0: <Whoa>. criminal. <laughs> it's
2: crazy. Is it just one sentence?
0: That's all. Yeah, with a sad face. <laughs> oh. That's so sad. <laughs> or no, it wasn't even a sad face. It's like the one with like the line for the mouth, like just like a yeah, straight yeah. line.
2: Oh, not even like, <gasps> not even yeah, like. The... Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, terrible. That's really sad. Okay, wait. Oh, oh this god. one. One time, I had bled through my pants in my boyfriend's new car with white seats. <laughs> <laughs> not his new car. <laughs> oh. Also, what car nowadays has white seats? Like a Tesla. Bi- <laughs>
1: wow. Okay. He okay. said, "I have
0: an answer." No, but I just mean like I don't see white seats all the time, so you yeah. wouldn't even think of that as a variable. Yeah. So no, it's like, oh, you're going in your boyfriend's new car. It's white seats. You're like on your period. Car. You bleed on the seats. Goodbye.
1: That's. I'm sorry. That's, that's so stressful. Really... My heart goes out to. Hopefully,
0: you. your boyfriend um, was so accommodating and did not
1: make you feel weird about it. Yes. Yeah helped you clean it or you cleaned it and it was mm-hmm. all fine yeah um not me but one of my friends forgot she left her tampon in and it was in there for three days <laughs> Holy how crap. does that even happen i guess like if you're at the end of your period maybe and you like forget yeah i think probably like the end of your period how do you forget
0: <laughs> me me saying that as if i haven't once had two tampons in at the same time
1: <gasps> <What? You have? laughs> i should have shared that i've as always of my been scared of, i've always been scared of doing that
0: no, because, like, it's fine. Like, it wasn't ideal, obviously. Yeah. But I remember I, like, took out a tampon. Also, guys, I mean, it's just going to get graphic in here. Like, you're, yeah. you've gotten this far into that episode. literally. We've scared off all men who are listening anyway. This is a safe space. So I'm, I take out my tampon, and I see another string. I was like, surely. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a heavy period, like I said. Yeah. So it just, like, I, then I took, and I was like, how long has that been in there? So I don't know what I'm saying of judging this person. How did you not know? Same thing happened. Respect. To me. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. I feel like that's like I've heard so many stories like that that where people are, like, yeah. I left it in. I
1: heard I heard a story of someone who accidentally put in three. Three? Oh my god. Like left in three. Left in? <laughs> what <was that> like? <laughs> like for a long yeah. time? I I don't know, like I don't a while, probably. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Oh well. Okay, I was at a water
0: park, and I was standing in line for the slide, and someone was like, why is there red stuff pouring down your legs? Oh my gosh, guys, this is my story. No. <laughs> it sounds like my story. I look down and realize I started my period, and then I run down, like, five flights of stairs and jump into the pool part of the slide, which is probably disgusting. No. Don't care, though. Ha ha ha. Trauma for a 14-year-old. <laughs>
2: they said so trial for
0: a 14 year old so real that they were like bye and just ran away and jumped in the pool
1: <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs>
0: like that's actually the only response that you can do when someone said there's red stuff on your legs like bye i'm out goodbye
2: that's kind of <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's chemicals in the water that kill it like it's chill
2: yeah when i was in eighth grade i had started my periods that the day before my 8th grade Washington, D.C. trip, which was also my first time flying on an airplane. (laughs) While on that trip, I thought my period had ended, so I didn't wear a pad that day, but I was very wrong. I did not realize my period takes a break about halfway through... And so, when I was in the middle of the Amish country, I realized I had bled through my jean shorts and had nothing to change into and no pad to put on. So, I had to go to the bathroom and wear toilet paper until I got to my hotel room that night. Oh. Not it happening
1: in the Amish country. <laughs> That's Goodbye. Like the worst possible least part scenario. Is so
2: funny. <laughs>
1: the least amount of resources you could have. <laughs> yeah. But, I and like the, the toilet paper pad, it feels so deeply. We've all had to do a toilet paper pad situation. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: It's universal. Yeah. Um, I'm so proud of you that you endured that um, during your first time flying. Oh, my Literally. gosh. That's such a... That's so big. Problem. And also, um, can we talk about you when you think your period's over and you're like, I'm in the clear. You're no, not you're in not. the clear. No, you're not. <laughs> I have, like... I don't trust her. Like, it's days after and I'm like... I'm looking around. I'm like... Mm.
2: She well, it's the days that I'm like, okay, I've been wearing a liner for two days. Yep. And then I'm, I'm like, I'm good. Nope, you're not good. You're, you're not, not good. It's always mm-hmm. like that.
1: <laughs> Mm-mm. Okay. Next story. Um, it says, in eighth grade, I'd had my period for like a year and a half already, but sometimes there's still times when Aunt Flo seems like she's gone <laughs> and she comes back with a force. Yep. Just what we were talking about. Yes. So one night I heard, had hardly any blood and it was a few days in, so I thought, cool, we're finishing up. So, for school in the morning, I just put in a regular-sized tampon. I didn't wear a pa- panty liner with it or anything. There's so your I, first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so, I go to the bathroom after first period, literally 45 minutes into the school day, and lo and behold, my tampon had completely bled through and all over my underwear. <gasps> no! So, I clean myself up, put a pad on, put a new <sighs> tampon in, etc., and I sit down in my second period class for like five minutes and then I get up to turn something in and I realize there's blood all over the back of my (gasps) uniform skirt no God. God. Somehow I either completely missed it in the bathroom or everything just absorbed through my shorts onto the skirt. No. And so I go to the nurse and I'm wandering around the office trying to find where she went. <gasps> and the front lady was like, oh, let me go find her for you. And the nurse came. She like went to Target to <gasps> buy me new underwear and shorts because I had That's athletics so in the sweet. afternoon and used shorts I wore underneath my skirt, which is such a godsend, oh. but it was crazy. Oh. Can we talk about our, our literary garden angels? that nurse
0: deserves um literally like i don't know like gold (laughs) (laughs) that is so tender and there is simply nothing worse especially when you're in eighth grade it's not like in high school you can just drive home and be like goodbye this is the worst day of my life like Mm -hmm. you can't just like skip it's like i'm stuck at school and i have practice after school it's like what do you do yeah yeah Oh my gosh, I love that. That God bless the women
1: who get you new clothes or give you tampons. No, literally. Literally. I always
0: keep extra products in my purse because I want to... Like, if anyone ever asked me, I got it. I got a tampon for you, if you're wondering. If you see me around campus... Ask me for a tampon. I bet I have one. And
1: also, like, what are the cardboard tampons on campus? Like, what? Is Those that? are criminal. Literally, I try. I like tried inserting when I was like, I l- can't. Like, I can't do this. this is gross.
0: It's not going to work for me. Yeah. I have definitely bought them on accident before, mm-hmm. and then I have to use them, and I'm like,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Next story. I didn't have the period talk yet, and I was about ten or eleven when I got my period, which is pretty young. Mm-hmm. But I vividly remember when it started. I didn't bleed onto my underwear. I was in the bathroom and I looked down into the toilet and I swear I saw the blood fall out of me and I when I wiped and I freaked out. <laughs> oh! I ran and told my mom and all she had to say was congratulations <laughs> and gave me pads. I learned what a period was from YouTube no. and was mortified that I had to go to school with these quote diapers unquote in my bag. Oh, that's oh. actually sad. It's actually so str- like stressful Mm -hmm. if you like hadn't heard about it yet because your mom maybe just didn't think like oh they're only 10 or 11 or whatever right and you get it and then you're like am i medically fine like oh my gosh i'm bleeding like i am i dying
2: (laughs) literally am i dying
0: (laughs) oh my gosh because like 10 and 11 you're probably still in like elementary school yeah that's Mm -hmm. uh like fifth fourth and fifth grade
1: yeah oh I'm so sorry that just, that caught and you And then off just guard. getting congratulations is crazy. I
2: know. Congratulations. What? <laughs> I could be dying, mom. My sister was on her period the day of her wedding, and the following morning they woke up and she had bled through her pajamas. She was so embarrassed, but her new husband didn't care. He threw the sheets in the washer and made her breakfast. Heart emoji.
1: Aww, oh my god, that's gosh. so
2: sweet. Mm. Being on your period the day of the wedding would be terrible. Crazy. My sister was also in a there. white dress. Yeah. yeah my sister was also on her period on the day of her mm-hmm. wedding it was terrible
0: that's horrible because i was like, i remember i was spotting on mm-hmm. my wedding day oh. but it was like more than normal and mm-hmm. i was like could this ha- could this happen another day please yeah it was just kind of annoying mm-hmm. and then i was always like it was like what's going on i was i was very stressed about it so i can't imagine like having a full-blown period on your wedding day. oh yeah
2: like my sister would like lift her whole dress up when she's like using the restroom imagine like having to do all that in that huge dress but you're also like on your period oh my gosh that is so much also shout
0: out to speaking of period angels to male partners that do not make women feel bad when your period Mm -hmm. inevitably gets somewhere Mm -hmm. or things like that literally like deal with it shout out to my dad who always didn't care he just cleaned stuff could not relate mine could not be more horrified I was like, he's like, why aren't you at school? Because I would have to miss school because my cramps would be so bad. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're better now. They're still raging, but more manageable. Yeah. But um, I would, like, stay home from school. My dad would be like, why do you stay home? And I'm like, I have cramp. He's like, no, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, <gasps> oh like, you're making it weird. You you're making it weirder it weird. than it is. And you're making me feel bad, and I don't feel bad.
1: So mm-hmm. let's chill. Yeah. Yeah. I, with my younger brothers, I, I tried to, like, just be super open about it yeah totally. so that they wouldn't get the notion that like oh my gosh just so nasty and gross yeah because i yeah. think when
0: women feel weird about it mm-hmm. then it, it makes men feel like they need to feel weird and it's like if you are yeah. just open about it then yeah. they'll just and answer chill. their questions i love hearing like
1: what they think is happening yeah. like trying to explain you're like okay this is our last last anonymous story and it it's so sad okay oh no <laughs> So, I was in youth group, and I didn't know I was on my period, because I thought it had ended, but it creeped up on me, and I didn't know. Anyways, I was in the car with my crush, and my best friend. We were sitting on a towel, because we were all wet from, like, doing summer activities, and so when I got up, my blood was all over the towel, and my friend was like, OMG, and my crush saw it, and he was like... (laughs) like the emoji that like your eyes eyebrows are raised and you're like mm. like i don't know how to explain that <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Oop, like the shocked like, Oop, emoji yeah. <laughs> yeah and i was so embarrassed and then after he was like respect for telling him it was me but i was still like super embarrassed because
2: okay i'll explain it <laughs> okay. I explained it bad in the thing but it's because my friend and I were both you need to disclose this is your story oh this is my story I promise (laughs) Um, my friend and I were both sitting on the towel so it could have been either of us but I knew it was me because I had just gone off my period Mm -hmm. and then And then she was like, oh, that's like, oh, she's like, oh, no, I'm not on my period. And I was like, no, it's me. And then I was so embarrassed. Good for you, though. Honest queen. Was your was your crush like weirded out? I think so. Mm -hmm. But that was also like middle school. You totally. So it's a little different. Yeah,
0: I totally get like in middle school feels kind of like awkward. But I think once guys get older, they just need to. Handle it, yeah. yeah. In high but. school,
2: I would just be so open, and they just like they have to hear it, whether they like it or not. No, for literally real. <laughs> for Thank
0: real. you for submitting one, Ella, of course. and thank you everyone else for submitting one. That was so fun. Um, we didn't have our QR codes up for more than a couple days, so we got like ten stories. But looking yeah. at those was literally so fun, and we hope in the future that we can do more episodes like this because. Sharing things like this just make you feel so comforted that you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, I'm not just like a weird person for like having these experiences like Mm -hmm. this is universal. Mm -hmm. And it just feels very comforting and helps us feel connected. And I feel like I could sit down with my group of friends and just talk about period horror stories for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like so many stories come up for me. Oh, my gosh. Um, But we're going to wrap up with a final question, which is kind of what we started with a little bit. But. Mm when did you guys first start to feel like you were a woman?
2: I think I started to feel most like a woman once I got to Biola and like started doing things on my own. Um, Also, I felt like I was a woman once I started like relating to my mom more Mm -hmm. and like not seeing her necessarily like not as my mom but like more as like my friend and then like kind of like having that relationship with her that was like different than how it used to be like she doesn't have to parent me all the time it's more like she listens to what I say and then like I take her advice like as she's like my friend that's telling me like how to live not how to live my life but like what things are good for me or what things might not be great for me or things like that you know and like just like being independent while also realizing you know you can still have a lot of close friends or your mom can be your friend or your sister could be your friend Mm -hmm. like you have other people in your life that are there for you in ways for like in different ways you know
0: totally I definitely resonate with what you're saying of like feeling more connected to the women in your life and Mm -hmm. just like the collective experiences of being a woman yeah I feel like I started to feel that once I got to college too like oh this is what it's like and it's not just like all of a sudden I think it's very much like a gradual thing which is what we talked about and there's not like a clear like moment Mm -hmm. necessarily but I think I feel now so much more like a woman than I did like at the start of college Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I think that that just kind of continues to happen once you step into those things and obviously I think being married is also a (laughs) factor for me Mm -hmm. of like I think there are just, like, natural gender roles that you fall into, positive Mm -hmm. or negative. And so I feel like seeing different aspects of those has helped me feel more like a woman. Mm -hmm. And not in, like, a negative sense, but I feel more connected to, like, having ownership over, like, my space and taking care of myself and someone else. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, I feel a little bit more connected to that. Yeah. What about you,
1: Audrey? Um... I relate to what Ella said with, like, um, I think when I turned, like, 16-ish, um, my parents just kind of started to, like, pull back a little bit mm. and become more of, like, give advice. And we're just generally, like, related to them more as friends than as, like, these really strict authority figures. They're still, yeah. like, authority figures, but, like, I don't know, less of, like them telling me what to do and more of them just like trying to support me in what I chose to do yeah and so I think like that sense of agency and independence um along with like I got my driver's license when I turned 16 too when I like started working so I feel like it was a bunch of different things that kind of helped me settle mm-hmm. into that more um yeah and I think also my other like female friendships like when those started to get really close and like really Mm -hmm. deep then I was like oh like we're we're women (laughs) like and we're like friends and I I don't know I think the connection between like growing and, and becoming a woman has a lot to do with like friendships and who you surround yourself with yeah in that time so yeah I think once I started like leaning on them a lot more like my friends a lot more that kind of i don't know made me start made me feel more like grown up and more like a woman so yeah
0: totally i feel like leaning on other women Mm -hmm. makes you feel more like
2: a woman yeah yeah and like being open with those girls like yes you become closer knit so it feels like you're it's easier to like relate to their struggles or like Mm -hmm. things that's happening Mm mm-hmm totally yeah well, thank
0: you all for joining me in the studio today. Yes, this, this is, is lovely. So it was so fun to talk about becoming a woman and what that looks like for different cultures, what it's looked like for us, and just the absolute horribleness of periods. <laughs> but also just like, there's something like, you could talk to any woman about that, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't feel like There's just a Judgment. Community yeah yeah it's just a shared experience yeah for f- mm-hmm. literally fi- like 50 percent of the world
2: yeah yeah of mm-hmm.
0: so many people have periods yeah and it just makes me feel good it's like so many years of your life too that you're on your period which oh is yeah like,
1: yeah it, i think it i don't remember the stat but it equates to something like you'll spend like seven years why don't we just like fact check it like, so ju- like just seven years bleeding
2: <laughs> yeah fact check it which is wild because you kind of lose it when you're in, like, menopause and stuff. Yeah, right.
0: right. On average, a woman menstruates for about seven years during their lifetime. Oh, wow. Whoa. Worst seven years
1: of my life, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just
1: kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, and it's, it's like, seven years of your life. So, talk in about it. In the long it. run, that's not that bad. Yeah.
0: Not too bad. Could be worse. (laughs) No, I get what you mean. It's like the week before your period, you're like, oh, starting to get my period. Like I'm not feeling good. Mm -hmm. Like the week after, you're recovering, and then you have like a week of calmness, and like, and then it goes again, and you're like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. It's too much. Okay, well, we are going to wrap up here. But thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. We appreciate you, and we hope that you can reflect on some of the funny and the horrible stories associated with your period Mm -hmm. and thinking about becoming a woman and what that looked like for you or what that looks like and thinking about the older and younger women in your life that you can reach out to Mm -hmm. and talk to Mm -hmm. about these things yeah
1: love that Mm
0: -hmm. all right we'll catch you guys on the flip side Bye. bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of did i talk too much if you enjoyed this week's episode we would love to hear from you You can leave a rating and a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. To make sure you don't miss an episode every other week, be sure to subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well to get the latest updates on upcoming events, new blogs, and question boxes where you have the chance to have your questions answered on the podcast. Our Instagram is at grit at Biola. Our blog is linked in our Instagram bio where you can hear from our staff writers and read more about our mission. Thanks again for tuning in expressed in this podcast may not necessarily represent the beliefs of Biola University or the Grit Editorial Board. All content is designed to inspire and challenge Grit listeners to explore their gifting, foster resilience, gain insight, and develop tenacity.